Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to Rose Bowl history. We're Rose Bowl History Month, 40 straight days of Rose Bowl history, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Rose Bowl Stadium. And boy, have we had some fun talking about these great games and great players and all these great events that uh, centered around that stadium in Pasadena, California. Just wanted to let you know you can join our newsletter for free by going to the show notes of this very podcast or at the top of PigskinDispatch.com. You get a newsletter each and every day letting you know everything that's coming out of the pig pen. That's pigskin dispatch articles, posts, audios, and uh, podcasts coming from there, as well as jerseydispatch.com, the same there, and Orville Mulligan Sports Writer, as well as many of the posts that come from the sportshistorynetwork.com. So go to your show notes and answer two questions. Tomorrow morning, 6.30 a.m., you will have our newsletter, and you can cancel it anytime. No obligation. Now let's get to that 1965 Rose Bowl game. It was the Michigan Wolverines meeting up with the Oregon State Beavers by invitation only in Pasadena on January 1st, 1965 at the Rose Bowl Stadium. That season, under head coach Bump Elliott, the Wolverines recorded an 8-1 conference record that clinched a Rose Bowl berth while setting themselves up in the polls with a number four ranking. Now, there was some controversy with the Beavers' invitation to the big game, though, on New Year's. They had tied USC with identical 3-1 conference records. However, they didn't play each other uh, head-to-head due to the reshuffling of the Pacific Coast Conference uh, that went into its demise and folded, and then the start of the Athletic Association of Western Universities, AAWU, trying to figure things out, and Oregon... State was just becoming a member of that team, so they were real, that's why they weren't scheduled against USC. Well, the member schools voted with that tie uh, of records, and Oregon State won the selection, and their head coach, Tommy Prothro, was going to prepare them to play in this big game against a very good Michigan Wolverines team. Now, in the game, the underdog Beavers scored first, the Paul brothers connected on a five-yard pass to Doug McDougal in the end zone, and Steve Clark kicked the extra point, Beaver 7-0. The Wolverines were tamed for a bit. 
However, tailback Mel Anthony ran for 84 yards, a Rose Bowl record at the time, for a Michigan touchdown. However, in a real backbreaker, Richard Sigar, the kicker, missed the point after attempt and the Beavers still held the edge 7-6. The Wolverines on the next position, though, got Carl Ward running 43 yards for a touchdown, but the two-point conversion to try to get that point they missed earlier back, it was a pass from quarterback Bob Timberlake to Ben Farabee. It was broken up in the end zone, and the Wolverines led 12-7 at the half. The second half belonged to Michigan as Anthony got active and blocked the punt and rushed for two more touchdowns in the third quarter. And quarterback Timberlake ran 24 yards for the final score of 34-7. Mel Anthony was rewarded for his outstanding play as the game's most outstanding player and another victory in the Rose Bowl for the Wolverines. They had won the very first one, 49-0. This one, 34-7 over Oregon State. So just another tremendous game, another great piece of Rose Bowl history and football history with some of these great players and great plays that happened there. And, you know, uh, Bump Elliott was uh, quite the coach for the Michigan uh, Wolverines. He doesn't get the, the credit that uh, some of his uh, predecessors and those before him got, but those are some big shoes to fill when you got people like Fielding Yost and Fritz Chrysler and Bo Schembechler. And, you know, that's uh, Bump Elliott is right up there with them. Believe me, because he was a very solid coach uh, with the Wolverines and uh, showed so in that 1965 Rose Bowl. So you can catch all these Rose Bowl games. We have a lot with historians and experts coming on. Some are solo uh, monologues uh, by yours truly. Uh, But we have the research and we're covering all these Rose Bowls to bring you the most in Rose Bowl history. And we have a lot of great things planned here. So if you've missed any episodes, don't worry. Go to Pigskin Dispatch. Uh, Just, you know, Put in the search box, uh, quotation marks, uh, Rose Bowl quotation, and you'll see all kinds of great stuff coming up there, all these great games, and uh, catch up on some great history, remembering these great Rose Bowl games that happened in the past. We're going to try to get to all 108 of them before the big day, and that's our goal, and uh, we're right on target to do that. So join us each and every day for more, and catch up on the ones you haven't. We're your favorite podcast provider, too, Pigskin Dispatch. And don't forget to sign up for that newsletter in the show notes of this very podcast. Till tomorrow, everybody, have a great Gridiron Day. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history. 
through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, as well as Jersey Dispatch, on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network. 